All right, man. So let's get into it, Marco. Episode three with your co-host CJ and Marco. How are we feeling today, Marco? Oh man, on top of the world. How are on you? On top feeling, of the CJ? world, dude. I can't complain, man. I can't complain. It was a good day. So we're gonna talk about a couple of things. Um, we're gonna riff off some stuff that we did last episode, but we're gonna switch up the platform a little bit. Last time we started off with a little bit of like dating advice and things of that nature. We're actually gonna start off with more of like a self-encouragement message and just how to how to build a better life so we're going to start off with how to build a better life man or woman these are some of the first steps that you should do so let's get into it marco so i always like what you said in our first episode it starts at home and it truly does it starts with the individual and if anything else that individual's family and who's raising them but i think it's a an important part uh, important point for you to make that the individual, you are in control of your own destiny. You know, man or woman, you have to avoid being programmed, as they call it. And you always have to remember that you are a sovereign individual. Don't start falling into social media traps. Don't start falling into social vector traps. Always be your own person. Yeah, don't let it devalue you. Don't let it feel like, you know, you're worthless or you're not worth anything. Because ultimately, that's going to just come down to your self-confidence and how you really feel about yourself ultimately. Any confident person or human being, they know they don't need social media. They don't need these platforms. They know who they are, mm-hmm. and they're completely okay with that. Oh. So be okay with yourself. Um, learn to just develop some confidence, and I promise you, you'll be okay. Yeah. It, it really all starts with, with yourself, and more specifically with your mind. And you have to always, always control your mind. Always. You let yourself be wishy-washy and controlled by everything you see and as you go through life you know you're just going to get blown around like a feather in the wind and you know maybe sometimes it'll be good sometimes it'll be bad but you won't have any control exactly you know? and i believe like they call that self-mastery you know it's yeah mastering of the self and that can be a lifelong journey but once you really learn to instill these types of disciplines and values within your head you won't need anybody else mm-hmm you won't need no opinions. You won't need social media mm-hmm. or anything of that sort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree, man. I do want to bring out or bring up the point that you have to you have to be humble in life. And it's something that everyone will learn on their own terms. But I think yeah. there's something really good. Exactly. That you said I believe I told you earlier, right? Like mm-hmm. if you aren't humble in life, then life will humble you. Mm-hmm. So humility can come from two places. It can either come from just coming from humble beginnings, you know, knowing what it's like to mold yourself and build yourself and go through all the bullshit and you know, and you can empathize with others because you've been in lower places in life and you got to this stage because of your hard work and people who probably helped you. And one of the things that will teach you humility is never forgetting where you come from and never forgetting those who helped you get there. And if you aren't humble, well, I mean, just look around you, man. Life always has a way of humbling people. You know, our boy McGregor. Oh. You see, he almost got, he got hit. He was riding his bike and he got hit. Yeah, yeah. And he was, you know, posted it, but he felt very grateful. And I don't know McGregor. I don't know him personally. And What happened to Hawkeye, the actor? 
played yeah. Hawkeye. Yeah, he got crushed by his own snowboard. That's, that's, hor- that's horrible, too. And I don't, and I don't yeah. wish that on anyone, but you see, even when you feel like you're, I mean, there's so many examples. Kobe Bryant, you know, God, yeah, man, some God bless going. him and his daughter. Rest in peace, go. Yeah. You know, I mean, but like at any any point in time, it can happen. It doesn't matter who you are. And that's why I think it's important that you be humbled in life. Because if you think you're on top of the world, life has a funny way of teaching you that it's not at that exact point in time. You know, so always, always be humble. If, if you're going to be successful, if you're going to try and change your life, you have to humble yourself first. That's, that has to be the first step. And like you said, either you're humble and you've learned that lesson or life is going to teach it to you. And you'll just have a lot more of a positive environment when you're humble. People mm-hmm. will respect you more. You'll receive love a lot more. You know, I don't mm-hmm. care who you are. I think every human being on the face of the earth wants respect. They want love Absolutely. and they want respect. Absolutely. But if you aren't humble, you're not going to get surprised when you don't get you're... either of these things. And that's when life will just, boop, judo toss you right on top toss, of your I was going to say toss you, you know right I mean? out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, and... um. I actually think that is a really good transition into like finding motivation within dedication, as I like to call it, because there is a lot of people who are not humble, who came from decent. I'm not even going to say crazy good beginnings. I'm just going to say decent beginnings where they didn't have to worry about much. Yeah. And because of that, because the way social media works, a lot of those people are not humble. They actually think they're at least somewhat on top of the world in a lot of cases. And that's very dangerous because when you even start with just a little bit of resources, you realize that you can easily turn that into something great. Where do you think that opposite comes from? Where do you think that comes from? What do you mean? What, like, in terms of the opposite? In terms of these, this arrogance, right, where people don't understand oh. humility. Where do you think that, that comes from? It, it, it comes from a lack of, of any real problems growing up, any real problems not only through your childhood, but – any real adversity in your childhood, any real problems or adversity throughout college and yeah. even the start of your young life. It's like money, right? So there's a difference between earning mm-hmm. and spending, right? There's, there's a huge difference. So when somebody doesn't have to earn money and it's just handed to them, they don't understand the value. They don't of understand it. the value of it. They don't understand the worth or what it's like if, to earn. They're just like, give me. Marco, if so you got it, let's just say, let's just pretend like this, right? You never had to worry about anything. You always had a stable home, which I'm not, hey, I'm not knocking people to come from that. I come from that. And you know what? It's it, you shouldn't knock yourself or your parents. But imagine this, we'll ramp it up a little bit. We'll we'll go towards the other end of the spectrum. You come from a, a nice home, upper middle class, and every every year since you turned 18. Until yeah. you were 26, you got $100,000. Would you really know the value of that? No. And le- now let's say. No, I mean, let's. Well, I mean, we wouldn't, definitely not, but other people would. Other, well, absolutely. But would you, the kid in that situation, understand the value of that? Probably if not. You, I mean, no. If you a... were just. if So the average man makes thirty-seven to $50,000, okay, a year. So if you're just getting handed twice <clears> what the <throat> upper level of the average man makes. And then you actually have to turn around after that's all, you know, dried up. Essentially, it's your trust fund, and you have to go and work for that now. You're never, you're not even going to realize how much money that was until you sit sit there and you work for it. And now you try to make a hundred thousand dollars that year on your own doing something. You know, until you do something like that, you're never going to realize the worth of it. And that's how people that don't have trauma, people that come from better beginnings, that's how they get outpaced by people in life, man. Because they just they don't understand the value of things. And I think a lot of anger spews from these people who 
don't really work for nothing. They just, oh, yeah. A lot of people just expect things they to They feel, and it's, whoo, and especially it's, with especially social media. People, especially the people who don't mm. have to work for anything, right? They don't, they feel they don't, they feel entitled. Like, exactly. You hit the nail on the head with that word. Rather than earning it. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you something, man. There's nothing like earning something, man. Oh, yeah. I don't like things personally being handed to me. Uh, I find value in earning them. Uh, the best. Personally, but. One of the best moments of my life, Marco, besides buying my mom her car, is walking on to the Chevy dealership. It's right over here. If you pass it on the way on, on my house in 75 right there. And walking in there and buying it, outright buying that $30,000 Malibu. It's the first thing I was ever able to get. It wasn't a Camaro. It wasn't a, a Tahoe. It wasn't a Suburban. But I outright bought it. And I earned it. If anything, though, it's just a testament to who your mother is. She's a wonderful human being. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has really good value. She's super disciplined. Mm-hmm. And she raised you. And she raised you really well. And well, I think that's why you're a humble kid. You know, your mom's taught you how to earn everything. Mm-hmm. And you felt like it was time to buy her a car. A lot of people aren't out there, you know, doing that for, hell, even their own parents, man. There's definitely value in that. Here's the problem that I realized, Marco. And, I, and it's a lot more... Unfortunately, it's a lot more common than not. You see people get out of college, and even like the people that do start making money, they kind of leave their family in the dust, right? They just, and that, that's almost what's being promoted now. Like, as soon as you're out of college, go, and I get they that, wanna, and They, they, they want to get rich, and they want to uh, live a life of just straight-up hedonism. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> you know what yes, I mean? exactly. It's you know, I, I get that. Like, you're your own person, you know, 21, 22, get out there, get your own life, but if your parents or your parent is hurting and you actually start making money too, at least the way I was raised, you kind of have a kind of have somewhat of a responsibility there. You know what I mean? And I actually, this is something we didn't even write down on our little cheat sheet today, but something that I would like to get into, you know, the, the rate of houses on a block, what's owned by the local community and what's owned by a bank, seven out of 10 houses on the block, just like this are owned by a bank. Okay. So that means that only three out of 10 houses on average on a block are actually owned by that person that's living in there or by someone else in the community that is renting it out. Right. Does that mean that the bank is just coming and be like, Oh, that means that the bank, that means that means that the fuck out. No, 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 no. That means that the bank is making money off your mortgage payment every month. The interest that you're paying that's going to the bank. Whereas if you were renting it from someone who lived on the block, yeah, you're still making someone money, but guess what? It's going right back into the local community. The point is, is so many people, especially my age, 25, 26, complain about the fact that all these homes are owned by Wall Street, essentially. And look at how our culture and how westernized uh, America is. We are prompted to get out of college, go and go and get an apartment, essentially, right? And not take care of the house. So what you can only blame capitalism so far. There's also culture behind that. And the fact that when you look at your, uh, Eastern Europe and when you look at you know, cases like that where it is not that severe, where the bank owns that many homes, it's because the average person in Eastern Europe, not in the UK, which is an extremely progressive state there, you know, they, go, they come home from college, which by the way, it's free in Europe for citizens. They come home from college and they stay home until they're about 30. That's sure. probably why that statistic sure is a reason low. why it's free, though, man. I'm sure they're taxing the hell out of the people. Oh, yeah. Saying. It's coming but you out see? of the taxpayer. I mean, I don't know it's, how those kind of policies work over there. It probably, country, 
it, it's probably a shit ton of taxes, and I can tell you from a lot of a lot of countries there, it definitely is. Like the tax up there is ridiculous. However, the strategy people form is a lot smarter. That's why they own more. That's why people from Eastern Europe can come over here and get an education, go back there, and then live the life essentially. And also take note that that's how you get ahead. You know, these people are thinking how to get mm -hmm. ahead. So you're gonna have to apply that in life. You're gonna have to apply things to help you get ahead. Because if you're not ahead, you're gonna be behind. Yeah. Don't ever just try and stay on pace. That's a that's a very good point. There are so little instances where you'll be perfectly on pace. And even if you are, why the hell do you want to be average? You know, what's really... wrong with being average though? The problem with being average is that average in Western society is kind of like the working class man, which is almost like the slave labor. I, I love that comparison. Every society needs some type of slave labor. I strongly dislike though how the American, the hardworking American man is considered that though. So, yeah, it's know. fucked up. I mean, slave labor, I, I completely understand, right? But I really don't think there's anything with hell, man or woman just making a fair wage. Well, think about even it like if it is considered average, right? Think, think about it like this. If you make forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 a year and you have regular expenses and you're even single, you might save some money, but you're never going to want, you're never going to get what you want. You can say at that rate, you won't get what you want. You are literally just working in a loop, essentially. And if you're one of those people that don't know how to get ahead, that's kind of what the show is. That's what we're here Hopefully for. Hopefully can, we can provide you tools or help. CJ can provide you the tools to help you try to understand the methods on how you can get ahead. First thing, first thing I would recommend is start your own business. Um, you start your own business. I've experienced this. From, but let's be realistic, though. You can tell them to start their own business, but you have to look. How before are they going to know how to do that? You know? before, well, uh, I'll tell you one thing. A lot of it is start. You know? A lot of it is learning as you go. But if you want to be strategic about it, you need to start something that's going to make you money, where you're not going to have to work it one thousand percent of the time. I've learned that from personal experience. But the thing I really do want to point out to people is the difference between owning a business and the difference between having a job is you can get a decent promotion at a job. Seeing people, I know one person from college who got basically a double promotion at once. He was managing an Ikea in uh, Cleveland, Ohio. He got transferred down here and promoted to, man to a, a higher level of manager. And management jobs here in Texas pay quite a bit and they pay shit in Ohio. So guess what? He got like a $40,000 and he almost doubled his salary. And that was very lucky though. And he also had a boss that was looking out for him. And I won't even uh, undercut the fact that he is a great people person and works extremely hard and is extremely religious and a very well-to-do person. So all those things kind of come into play. But the fact of the matter is you probably will never see that working a regular job unless you get that lucky. And that's a one in a million. You will probably see minor increases here and there, statistically every five to 10 years if you're working in corporate, but you're never gonna see you go from making $3,000 a month to $8,000 a month. Never gonna see that working a regular job. You at least have a chance to see that doing a business. I've experienced that personally, and it is a wonderful feeling. And, and don't let the wonderful. whole business talk thing intimidate you, you know, um, let it kind of be a motivating factor. It's mm -hmm. a learning process. Mm -hmm. Everything's going to take time to learn. Mm -hmm. So don't be impatient. Hey. I, 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 of all people, can understand how discouraging that can be. But if you just take the time and you apply these methods, they will help you. Absolutely. 
And like, like we'll, we'll come back to it all starts, it all comes back to the individual. It all starts with the individual. And as a young man, that's hard because you try and go into business and you will, especially if you try and do partners and you're not good with your, your gauge, you will get taken advantage of. So my biggest thing is stick to that whole individuality concept, especially if you're going to be an entrepreneur, undermining all that, in my opinion, which would make you a better person and more efficient in business. Something that you somewhat touched on before when you spoke about my mom, the implementation of traditional values. Now, I'm extremely lucky. I was kind of growing up with, I'd say, about eight to nine out of 10 traditional values if I were to do a checklist. You know what I mean? It's no, like, my parents weren't straight traditional. They were strict in a lot of cases and not in others, but they definitely hit the nail on the head in a lot of instances. Marco, you could tell me, and I, I already know your upbringing was a lot different, you know? And it might not have been as traditional, but you see, because you're such a strong individual, you are able to instill those values in yourself. But just because you weren't growing up traditional doesn't mean you can not be that way. Well, it's all about what you're willing values. to tolerate, you know? Oh, yeah. You know, especially as a, as a man in this world, uh, you know, you really have to find ways to build yourself. And mm -hmm. one of the ways to do that is to build yourself upon values. Mm -hmm. If you're a valueless person, you're going to get treated like a valueless person. But if you're a person who can build yourself and develop a moral compass and mm -hmm. develop certain traditions, you know, and traits, you're going to be a lot more received and a lot more respected. It's like this. If you don't have morals, if you don't have something to you, then it's almost like Jordan Peterson said, there's nothing to you. You're just a feather in the wind. And these are all the traits that separate us from the animals in the wild. Mm -hmm. So it's important to try to use these traits and apply them in life. Here's the problem though. Western, especially modern westernized society doesn't encourage that type of thing. We were just talking about this earlier, right? We How... gotta find a way, CJ, I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah, go ahead. We have to find a way to not let this whole Western stuff affect us we have to find a way to build our own culture right you can't be programmed you can't let that's, you can't let it program you you can't let, I, take don't, I don't care if it's you know politically you know politically motivated i don't care if it's you know you're in a cult mm -hmm. you know you, you can't allow yourself to be manipulated mm -hmm. and once you do that you're done you know you're gonna go wherever that group or wherever that person wants you to and also it's understand dangerous. it's gonna be hard it's going to be hard. You're going to break down. Who knows? Depending on what kind of person you are, you might get overly emotional, mm -hmm. you know, but it's going to be a roller coaster, but it's and going to be a, it's going to be one that was worth getting on. Here's the thing. And, and, and I do want to make a good point of this. Society doesn't teach young men traditional values. And it's the same thing can be said for women as well. It teaches you to go out and have fun. Life is very materialistic. Life is about Instagram posts. No Life building. is about cars. It's not There's about no building. building anything. It's not about building a relationship. It's not about building, it's about taking, it's about showing off, you know, these, these mm -hmm. values, man, they just, they make it all about taking, taking, mm -hmm. taking, or, you know, earning, which that's one, you know, the most preferable method, but. I mean, but there's still so much of a lack of spirituality there. And that's because you've eliminated. What are you talking about? There's plenty of spirituality. Well, I, I'm sorry. There's a lack of a higher purpose. No. And I'll be quite honest with you. Good At vibes least in only. my opinion. What's up? Good vibes only. Yeah, good vibes only, right? Uh, but to be quite honest with you, there's a lack of the sense of family. There's a lack of higher purpose. There's a lack of 
creating something that is not solely monetarily based, right? You really think that a great grandmother who has all these kids and great grandkids looks at that room and sees materialistic things? No, she sees like all these souls, right? That she has been a part of and that she has in, in some way, shape or form birthed into the world. You know, that image, that type of thing, that's pretty much going out of Western, out of Western society. And it's extremely, extremely unsettling because it's a very incomplete life. But, you know, I think a lot of things that can save that sort of thing are traditional values and trying to instill traditional values in young men and in young women alike, because that can only benefit everyone involved. You know? But I sadly have to say that I think a lot of what the upper echelons, what the elites want is a split home. Talk about you know? the elite and, you know, the elites just want to control everything. Of course. You know, they want, they want you to consume. Within their control. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why they have their own special clubs. Mm-hmm. That's why they have their own you special know, fucking islands they that they go to. And their own clubs, their islands that they go to to hook up with, you know, all their little creepy 12-year-old chicks. Do. And, you know, they, they don't want to see you succeed. You know, they don't Where's, that list? Where's succeed. that list, by the way? No, you know, we're not even going to get into that. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll do that in a much more thoroughly researched I know, episode. I, 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 know, <laughs> I know somewhat about the chase, but not enough to make, you know. Nah, nah, we'll, we'll, we'll save that for next time <laughs> because we, we're going to do our homework before we really get into that. But you know what? We'll, we'll transition and we'll end on something a little bit lighter this week. Let's talk about dating women my age or younger, which is something that Marco does not do and is something that I do not do not that quite I a bit. don't do it, so I don't tolerate it. It's, I, and I'm the same way. Uh, I'll last one date and most of the time I'll fucking walk midway through that date. So... To be quite honest with you, we're not going to give you dating advice with chicks younger than us. We're going to give you something a little bit more framed for us, and that's called rules of engagement. So if you did not like my whole little spiel about dating older women and you're like, that's nasty, Chase, I think you're stupid. But if you still want to go after the 22-year-old chick that's getting offers every other Tuesday... Here's some rules of engagement. When you add her on, and both me and Marco do this, by the way, and we didn't even know we both did this before we explained it to each other. When you add her on social media, or vice versa, when she adds you, you go to her profile, you like maybe one, maybe two pics. That's it. Then you go, whatever it is, Instagram, you mute her entire profile. I like you turn it, off her stories, like it, like everything. What, yeah, like what they call, they call it reaching. I like to mm-hmm. call it pulling. You're trying mm-hmm. to pretty much see. You know, pulling's probably a, it's like roll. It's like no, that's that's a very good. It's like term. trying to like oh, I'm liking pictures, so maybe she'll notice me mm-hmm. enough to maybe give me the same acknowledgement. But it's an out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. Right. Right. That. Well, um, I I will say from a young man, especially if you're you're a 22, 23 year old man, I highly encourage you to do that. Remember we spoke about this there, time or and, two and, ago. And, and, and gentlemen, if anyone that's listening to this, just know. There's no advice any of these so-called gurus nah, can nah. give you that I could give you, that CJ can give you, that is going to help you get girls. You are going to have to literally go out there and experience that for yourself. You have to go face rejection. Mm-hmm. You have to find out who you are and how you can implement this game. Uh, you know that we're discussing essentially. Exactly. So it all comes from experience. Exactly. Trial and error, pretty much. Let me let me frame it like this: If you're more traditional 
like ourselves and you do not tolerate bullshit from chicks, this is a good list of rules of engagement. You mute them on social media. You, I like that term, you pull instead of reach and you see what they do. If they view your story, maybe sometimes you view their story back in return. They comment on your story at first, just like it. Don't even say anything back. You allow them to keep reaching because at the end of the day, although that's not very manly, women in their prime are pretty much getting everything they want and more nowadays. And the way I look at it as a young man, you should basically be building at that point, you know? So stop distracting yourself, right? Yeah, we always talk and, about distractions. And a lot of these and, girls, man, a lot of them are going to have options, mm -hmm, you know? Mm -hmm. Not that there's anything like wrong with that. They can't help that, oh. I'm sure, but just take that into consideration. So don't just be another option. Women don't compete. They choose. Remember exactly. that, you know, those well, options. They compete with each other. So they they compete with each other for the top percentage of men. But other than that, they pretty much choose. And a lot of women, especially nowadays, the way society is going, would rather choose instead of compete for that top male. And that's why they go after the synth, because that's them completely choosing someone that's going to... I think it's a manipulation thing. Of man. course it is. It's you a know, control. It's a control. Boys and girls are just taught two different, you know, they're taught two different ways. You know, women, for the most part, are, you know, manipulative, and us men, of course, we are driven by sex, mm -hmm. you know? And that's why it works so well for women. <laughs> I mean, is it really their fault though? Nah, man. You because know? as a lot, we, a lot of the shit that's happening now, like as we're ladies, just la la ladies, it's not even really your fault. A lot of these guys are just they're frustrated. What pisses me off is these same people that are ang angry and frustrated are the first ones asking to see your titties or throwing <laughs> money at you for existing. These are the same guys. That's true. And it that's fucks, very and it, true. And it fucks it up for real men, you know, who you know necessarily just try to t shoot their shot, but You've been shot at, they've been shot at so many times. They've been shot at so many times with such a larger caliber yeah. that to you, even though you might think you're ahead in life. I got to fire a fucking think, cannon. To exactly. You, you know got to I mean? fire the fucking, <laughs> the entire 4th of July fireworks parades to get that attention. You know what I mean? And that's a shame because we spoke about this earlier, you know, and we touched on this last week. There really was a time where. Older men could swoop in and get the young 22-year-old. And we didn't really go this far. Oh, they we still, still can. They still can, but guess what? They, can't, they still can't find the young, beautiful 22-year-old with values. Yeah, it, well, that's it, still it, hard. Who, whose fault is that, though? Like, we, I mean, but that's men. It's, it's our that's fault. That's men. It ultimately boils that's down men. to us, fellas. We are the root cause of all this bullshit happening. You got to learn to think with the head that matters. And, and stop thinking about the head. And before matter. before you as a man get mad at me and Marco, picture this. Look, it is really man's fault at the end of you the day. You have to have why, accountability. Accountability. Why, you have to have accountability. But uh, but just just ask yourself this. Why is that girl acting that way? You think her father raised her right? No. So yeah, it does come back to men. Right? It might not be this generation of men, but it's the last generation of men. It just weren't there as a father. Didn't teach respect. And the same thing can be said on the man's side. If they had a son, they didn't teach him how to be a gentleman. They didn't teach him how to hold the door. They didn't teach him how to just treat a woman and how to talk to a woman. That's why no one fucking knows. And now you got social media. And he no just, one fucking and knows just, how to talk to women. CJ just hit the nail on the head. And that is why. 
shit is the way it is because of a lot of fucking bastards. Bass, exactly. A lot of fatherless fucking people. Fucking, that's why you got men that you said this last episode don't even know how to talk to women, but will just throw money at them for breathing. You know, that has literally been encouraged by the situation that my generation has been in, and then with the implementation of social media and how connected it makes everyone. You know, you have men that literally were never taught how to date or even so much as go up to a woman and start a conversation. Exactly. And when you and learn to they, overcome mm-hmm. all this stuff, man, I, I can almost guarantee you, like, I, I feel it in my heart that there will be a shift. Oh, there yeah. There will be a huge shift. Absolutely. I, I think without a shadow of a doubt, there will be a huge shift. But it's only going to be when men wake up and realize and start demanding more respect for themselves. And my question is when? When, fellas? <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I see more podcasts like these getting more and more relevant, but they still get a lot of hate. And on top of that, you still have a much bigger push of men saying it's okay to be feminine.